Hey, thank you for tuning in to the Dream Home Movement. I'm Jo Violetta. I'm joined, as always, by my fabulous co-host, Tara Vandalite. It is getting cold here in Melbourne. We're right at the start of winter. And so we thought we would invite Nadia Black into the studio to take us through her best tips and predictions for interior design for these colder winter months. Nadia is from SNN Designs and Renovations. She's a returning guest. We've had her on the show before. Last time we had her on the show, she was with her husband and business partner, Scott Black. Scott and Nadia were also grand finalists on the popular reality TV show, Renault Rumble. We're super excited to have Nadia back in the studio tonight, as well as our interview with Nadia. We've got our finance segment with Carl and Market Watch with Tara. This episode of the Dream Home Movement, and in fact, all the other episodes of the Dream Home Movement, is proudly brought to you by Building Dreams, Mornington Peninsula, and Violetta Finance. Let's get stuck into the show. Welcome back to the Dream Home Movement, everyone. So, Nadia, tell us a little bit about your thoughts for what we might see this winter, autumn winter season in 2018. I think this autumn winter you are going to start to see a lot of emerald greens coming out. Mm -hmm. And there's apparently a new shade of pink called Millennial Pink. Millennial Pink? Millennial Pink. And there's lots of hues in this particular colour. So it's like your, your berry colours, so your raspberry colours, your grape colour and things like that. So it's sort of just across the board. I think they've called it Millennial Pink so that they can literally put in any colour with a pink hue and say, well, that's the colour trend. For, is it for, for millennials? <laughs> is Millennial Pink for millennials, is it? Is that... I don't know. Is that the only people who are renovating and doing interior design? Well, that's the only one with uh, any, any energy left. Yeah, but I think they're moving more away from the pastels. I mean, we've seen mm-hmm. pastels mm-hmm. over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. Now we're going into the more solid colors of your emerald greens and your blush pinks and Mm. things like that i think as in furniture wise you are going to start to see a lot of rounded furniture coming back in so we've we've been living with these box couches for so long you know everything is in a box everything's kind of squared off yeah i think the more classic luxurious sort of couches are going to start coming back in where they're velvet lined and you know they are rounded opposed to being such a square box to sit in. Yeah. Why did we get so in love with that? I don't know. Yeah. I'm wondering. I don't know. <laughs> but I think if you're sort of talking about more down the peninsula way, we're starting to see a lot of trends coming back in with plywood. Oh, yeah. really? So people putting plywood on their ceilings to create ambience in their house and a bit of warmth in their house, which is great, but get a trade to do it. Yeah, because if it's not done properly, it it just it does not look very good. So if that's the way you're sort of going along with things, yep. go for it. But just make sure that you you're either on point with your installation, mm. or you get somebody who knows what they're doing to do it for yeah. you. Because there's plywood and there's plywood, isn't it? Yeah, that's <laughs> so right. So there's like crafted, beautifully crafted plywood yeah. finished just so carefully selected and there's just whatever you pick up from Bunnings and slap on a wall. And that's yeah, absolutely. And I house, think maybe. like you'll see a lot of cork is starting to come back in. It's almost like we're going back to the retro 
you know, I mean, you'll start to see a lot more different cork boards coming in with people picturing, and it'll go through Instagram, you know, those beautiful Instagram pages where my house is never going to look like that. No, no, But it's nice mine. to look at. Yes, yes. <laughs> um, so you'll see a lot of cork boards coming in and yep. sort of cork plates that you put your vases on and things like that, oh, just to give cool. it that subtle bit of texture in, in the house without being too costly. Right. I quite like that. A bit of cork happening around. That would work really well. So do you think timbers are still going to be big this season? I mean, is that still the peninsula thing, you reckon? I think timbers will mm. always be big. I think rustic timbers are going to come back more into fashion. Oh. So more recycled timbers and things like that because now we're starting to live in a more sustainable society yes so people yep. are starting to get more environmentally cautious and they're starting to think well what can i do to help the environment out and if it's that one piece of recycled furniture that makes them feel good yeah go for it so i think we've been living in such a you know chuck out buy a new chuck out buy a new world yeah. that now all of a sudden people are going hang on a minute but if i spend that extra money yeah. on mm. getting something upcycled or recycled mm. or refurbished yep. it's going to last me a lot longer it's going to be better value for my money and it's still always going to look nice it's kind of interesting you say that because um in um mornington sorry in um building dreams mornington peninsula that, that was the question that people were saying. Do I chuck out my couch or do I get it recovered? Yeah. I mean, mm. and, and it's not always cost effective to recover your couch, mm. unfortunately. But having said that, if you really like your couch. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you, if you are dead keen on your body imprint being in that couch, sure, recover <laughs> it. Um, but if you're talking about having to refill the foam and everything yeah. like that in your couch, I, I don't think it's going to really add be up. worth it. Yeah. It might sound great at the time yeah but at the end of the day when they slap the invoice in your hand and go this is how much you owe us you might freak out a little bit yeah because upholstery is reupholstering is expensive yeah but the pleasure with that is you can choose your fabric i'm not so if you were dead keen on a certain kind of fabric that you really want to use but yep. your typical furniture shops don't have them in there yes well, go for it. Go. Get it upholstered. Yeah. You know? Well, maybe if you just reupholster maybe some dining room chairs, that might be a little bit more cost effective, maybe. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, the smaller the chair. It's a good chair, idea. Yeah. The smaller the chair, the less you're going to pay, really. Well, that's true. And less complicated the chair, too, I guess. Yeah. yeah. But then I'm the kind of person that goes, oh, but now it doesn't match my couch. Yeah. Yeah. So now I need to do my couch. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. I'm a little bit that way. <laughs> absolutely. So, Nadia, our signature question we ask everyone. We did ask you last time, mm-hmm. but um, this is your turn to have a say without Scott. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Scott. What does the term dream home mean to you? I I don't think my opinion's changed of it, to tell you Mm. the truth. I I love a home that I walk into and I can feel comfortable in. Yes. And I want people to come to my home and feel that way. Yeah. I want them to feel like they can touch my bench top without going, oh, sorry, I left a fingerprint or a finger mark. Or, you know, I can have up to 10 kids running around my house at one time. You can. Scott loves it, mind you. He doesn't really. But, um, you know, I don't want to be that mum. This is the other he side to Nadia. I run Nadia's daycares in a minute. I actually don't. I just like children. Yeah, it keeps her friends. <laughs> exactly. And it keeps them out of my way, yeah. you know. Yeah. But I want them to f- come in and feel comfortable in my home as well. Yeah. Like I want the kids not to sort of mm. feel uncomfortable in my house like it's mm. a – I would – love mm. like a standard Instagram home mm. that always looks beautiful and always is shiny and I can take a million photos of it a day and it always looks perfect. Mm. But reality is 
how many people have that. Yeah. I don't know, but there's so many Insta accounts out there with amazing images. <laughs> I know. I think they have like one room and they just change the room out. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Actually, that's a really good idea. Maybe that's how, because I still haven't sorted out my house. I've done the big renovation. I haven't styled yeah. it or anything. And maybe that's what you do. Maybe you just like get one room perfect, Insta it away. Absolutely. And then do and the then next race, room. Yeah. And then yeah. by the time you finish, you have to start back again. <laughs> yeah, because I'm a big believer in functionality as well. Yeah. So my mm. dream home needs to be totally and utterly functional, yeah. not only for myself but for Scott, for my kids and anybody else who wants to sort of come into my yeah. home. Yeah. It needs to be functional. Yep. And I think I um, sort of look at a lot of these, you know, I'm the one that's zooming in on all the, the Insta photos to yes. check out, you know, what brand of candles they're yes. using and what did they place underneath that candle or how many plants are actually there because they're melting into each other. But I sort of look at a couple of these photos and go, hang on, that's not functional. Yeah. That's not realistic. Like it looks beautiful from afar. Yeah. But it's not practical. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Uh, Actually, nurseries are a sin for that, aren't they? They really, they, yeah, the, 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 yeah, the Insta nurseries, it's like, there's yeah. no way you would sit in a chair like that and breastfeed. No, exactly. <laughs> no. no, not at all. Gosh, Insta worlds for you. Actually, on the subject of Insta, where can we find you guys? So you can find us on Instagram and Facebook under Scott and Nadia. Yep. We also on Instagram have our SNN design and renovation page. Yes. You can head to our website. It's www.scottandnadia.com.au. If you've got an inquiry, just drop us an email. And we'll get back to you within a couple of days. Oh, fabulous. Yeah. Coming up next, we'll be doing our market watch and our uh, finance, finance segment. Section. Yeah. Yep. Thanks Very so much cool. for joining us, Nadia. My and you're going to hang around to the end of the show. Thank so, you. Yeah. Welcome back to the Dream Home Movement. I'm Jo, and we are heading into our finance segment. And we have our special finance guest on. On the phone, Carl Violetta from Violetta Finance. Carl, are you there? Can you hear us? Yep, all good, guys. I'm here. How are we? Yeah, really good. Great night. We've learnt about the trends for interior design yep. trends for autumn and winter 2018. Absolutely. And Carl, I think we're going to need to go and hit Adairs and get some <laughs> some velvet things and other and a, a millennial pink cushion. Sounds interesting. Sounds interesting. Now, Carl, we were chatting over the weekend about a recent survey that was conducted that found that most Aussies don't know the definition or don't understand 11 key home loan terms. Mm. And they were terms like comparison rate, redraw, principal, Mm. lender's mortgage insurance, uh, in fact, I think it was only 6% of Australians could define or knew what all 11 of those terms meant, mm, and 20% mm. of Australians didn't know what even one of those terms, those 11 yeah, terms meant. Yeah, I think that report and that survey is probably on the mark. I, I know when um, I'm dealing with clients that are not familiar with home loans, you are having to make those explanations to them because it's important for them to know that you know, with this particular home loan, you're only allowed uh, a redraw facility or it doesn't have an offset facility, you know? So we, we really try and break that down for them. Yeah, I, th- I think that's really important. Uh, I, I know that I've gone into, when I was younger, I've, I've gone into the bank or I've spoken to finance people and I've just felt bamboozled. 
Mm. Uh, yeah, sometimes when I've gone to speak to government departments and they use all of their acronyms and, yeah. and whatnot and you just walk out like, I, I have no idea what I just agreed to. So, yeah. yeah, it is really important for a good finance professional, mortgage broker like yourself, yeah. to explain those key terms. And you're on a bit of a mission to bust that all that finance jargon, aren't you? Oh, absolutely. I think um, if you can just explain features and the benefits um, that a particular home loan product offers um, to customers so that you know exactly what customers are getting into. You know, sometimes they'll get advice from their mum or dad or from their brother, sister, uncle, friends, or, you know, you should get an offset with your account or with your home loan account. And, you know, the question I ask them, why? Why do you need an offset account? Because do you do realise that having an offset account is going to cost you 400 bucks a year? Mm. And are you going to use it? Do you even know what it does? So when I break that down and say, look, this is how an offset works, and then this is a product that doesn't have an offset, and this is what it does, and nine times out of ten, they'll go, oh, I actually don't need that offset account. You know, I don't, I don't know why my family, my friend would be, would be uh, offering that. I said, well, look, they're probably in a different stage of life to you. You know, you're prob- you're just starting out. This is your first home loan, for an example. Maybe on the next home loan, you might be thinking of investing, and this is where that offset account is going to come in handy. So, so yeah, it's it's something that I really do educate customers on on a on a daily basis. Well, uh, I'll quiz you then here, and uh, if you can help our listeners understand, if they're not familiar with the term offset account, what actually is what what does that mean? So, an offset account is an account that is linked to your home loan, mm-hmm. and if you are parking money in there, in other words, saving money, whatever monies you've got or money you've got, funds you've got in there, it will actually offset the amount of interest that you'll pay against your home loan. So it's an interest-saving mechanism. So the structure of an offset account is you would have a home loan account, and the offset Nine out of ten banks will only allow offset to work on 100% variable products. It does not work on fixed-term products. Okay. Offset does not offset does not work in fixed-term products. Only only variable products. It's a very popular product if you have an investment property because usually an investor would have some buffer money and they would park it in that account. They would park it in that account so that they can save on the interest that they pay on either their owner-occupied home loan or on their investment loan. Now, the, the thing that most people don't know is that a home loan has a redraw facility. All basic variable home loan has a redraw facility. And if you want to use that to save on interest. You can also park money in that in your home loan account, and you can take it out whenever you want. And it does exactly the same thing. And the difference between an offset and a redraw facility is that an offset facility will cost you four hundred dollars a year. The redraw facility is free of charge. Some lenders may charge you a redraw fee every time you want to take money out, but nine times out of ten. They usually are free of charge. 
That's really interesting, and I, I, I think a lot of people wouldn't be aware of that that difference. They would, like you said, just hear that their friend or their their brother or their mum has uh, an offset account and it's working for them, and they would go, okay, well, it sounds like that's the right option for me then. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, so definitely a good idea to get to get clear on the difference um, between those two terms. But, you know, if you're not into home loans and mortgages, if you're not reading mortgage magazines on, on the weekend... Gosh, what, everyone should be doing that. Well, we do. We do. <laughs> Actually, I, I do. I re- every weekend I read a, a magazine called Your Mortgage. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, it's, it's fascinating. Is it? But most people wouldn't want to read that, and that is no. absolutely... Fine. Yeah, it's, all, it's perfectly, actually, quite normal not to read stuff like that. So, um, and at the end of the day, it's really customers knowing what they want in a home loan. To be honest, that's why they come to me. They they just want to get a home loan. Most customers that I have will just say, "Look, I just really want a home loan." Yeah. Sweet. No problems. Uh, it sounds like a basic home loan is where you're at. Or look, I want a home loan, but I've got some savings. And I wouldn't mind parking my money in a, in a savings account that saves on interest. Hmm. Sweet. That sounds like you might want to consider an offset account. However, before you do that, I've got to let you know that, you know, you can also keep your savings in your home loan account and you can take it out whenever you want. Sound, sounds good. Well, thank you very much for presenting our finance segment this week. I can hear, I can hear, I can hear Marcus. Yeah, I can hear <laughs> our, our little boy Marcus in the, the background. So yeah. we we might uh, we might let you go. All right, and, thanks, uh, guys. Looking forward to chatting to you in the next episode of the show. Yeah, fantastic. Thanks um, so much. Have a great Easter, everyone, and thanks for having me tonight. Thanks, Carl. Bye. Okay. Bye. Oh, well, that was that was interesting. He, yes. I'm, I'm actually quite amazed that he managed to get through that amount of time without Marcus. I was very impressed. <laughs> Marcus is usually there. Uh, might be some sneaky eggs there. There might be. <laughs> he's usually asleep when we do the finance segment, but he's uh, he had some brownies this afternoon. I made some homemade brownies, so oh. he's uh, got a little bit of extra energy. Absolutely. Well, that was our finance segment, mm. and I'm now handing over to you, Tara, for Market Watch. Da, 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 da. I kinda, <laughs> is, that, is that your new theme music? Yeah, I, think, I think I'm going to do that. I think that that's going to be it. That's you know? the theme music. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, Market Watch. Look, I'm thinking about renovations right now. To be honest, guys. That's mm. um, what my Easter focus is because four days, a long weekend, you can yes. get so much done. It's a lot of time. It is, isn't it's it? A lot of time to get oh, stuff done. It's going to be great, and the weather's just right. So mm. we are battening down, and we are going to get those little odd jobs done, and we're going to feel great about ourselves, and then we're going to go back and admire them. <laughs> As you do, you go, oh, yep, still looks good. And take photos of them on Instagram. (laughs) Well, this is it. This is it. thought I might, it might be a good time to mention that down here on the peninsula, we do have a Facebook group that I set up about a year ago now Mm. called Morning, sorry, it's called Building Dreams. Mornington Peninsula. So Building yes. Dreams, Mornington Peninsula. It's a Facebook group of locals. Nadia's part of the group. Scott's part of the group. Uh, Joe's part of the group. I am. Everybody's part of this group. It's a great group. <laughs> We're very warm and welcoming, so please join us. So, yeah, if you just get into Facebook and you search Building Dreams, you'll find us. But the cool thing about the group is if you're working on a project, you're absolutely welcome to take a photo of whatever you're working on, 
put it up there and we can all problem solve with you. Yeah, that's one of the things that I love, I love, love, love about the group is that it's, it it is really engaged. People aren't just there sort of shouting messages at each other. No. It's it's a conversation. It is. Mm. Like advertising is so limited on that group. People try and find creative ways around it, but really it's more about sharing your projects. We do have a um, a Friday um, promotion day where local businesses are welcome to post, but more than anything, it's just people working on their projects. And you kind of, it's kind of really builds your own knowledge bank because you're seeing how people are solving their problems. You think, oh, that's how you do it. Like yeah. people are putting up um, pictures of their floor plans and, you know, and we're thinking, oh, that's a great floor plan. This isn't working or whatever. Mm-hmm. Even um, we share a lot of trades, like yeah. whoever our favourite trades are. Yeah. It's a really good place to get recommendations. So, you know, if you can't find a tiler, if you can't find a builder, get up there, post it, and um, you'll get you have 20. You have 20 yeah. answers. Five minutes. I know. And people who've actually done it. Yeah. And I find that's what's really great about this Facebook mm. page because people are so willing to offer out information. Yeah. It's not like they're going to keep their trades to themselves because no. they want them all to themselves. So it's a really warm and sort of inviting page yeah. where you can get some really difficult questions answered really quickly. Yeah. And I don't feel – I don't – I look – I feel like I can be quite open with that group. You know, I don't, yeah. I'm not an expert expert. Like I'm still, you know, my knowledge is building and building every day. Nobody's knowledge is across everything entirely. That's right. And so I feel totally fine posting something there and saying, hey, what do you guys think? Mm. How, how would you solve this problem? And yeah. It, so, it is a great group though. And mm. it's not just that, uh, the help side of it. Mm. It's watching people's journey. I yeah, that renovation journey. It makes you cringe, but it's the best yeah. way for it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> See it for their projects from yeah. start to, to finish and all the steps yep. in between. Oh. Uh, you know, if you think back to, gee, I think it was episode two yes. when Andrea Rowe came. That's right. We, we've seen a few more updates on her house Yeah, now. so yeah. she's building, she's a member of Building Dreams in Mornington Peninsula yes. and she's building this amazing house on St Andrew's yep. Beach with yep. rammed earth walls and amazingly high ceiling. So we've been watching it. From the very beginning, so from from when she she was talking about the idea yep. Yep. to now the walls are up. <laughs> it's kind of cool because like, oh, Andrea's got a roof today, you know. Yeah. <laughs> and now you're invested in the story. We you are. are. Like you want to hear the end. It's it's like a novel. You wouldn't put a yes. novel down three quarters of the way through. Yeah. You are totally invested in that, and you are watching that progression. <laughs> so true. So true. It's it's yeah. a lot of fun. Yeah, it is a lot of fun, isn't it? Yeah, I think I think people a lot of people have admitted. That they they're not actually doing any renovation. They're just they're looking like looking at all the cool houses. <laughs> well, it's like when you're on Pinterest yeah. and you've got you, you know you're bored of all your yeah. favourite hairstyles and you're bored of all your yeah. favourite interior design stuff and. Oh. You know? Yeah, I know what you're saying. And I'll tell you what I really like. Like there's some pretty flash houses in our community, but what I get really excited about is there's some very young people doing up their first homes. Mm. Yeah. And they do some really clever things with, um, you know, the limited resources they have. What they come up with is just fantastic, you know. So I like seeing all the really cool creative ideas. So, mm. yeah, you get really invested. If you want more stories about building, because <laughs> of course you do, <laughs> this is what Easter is all about. I have just discovered on um, Instagram 
Okay. You can hashtag follow particular people do building projects. Like for instance, if they're building a Porter Davies home, mm-hmm. they'll um, hashtag Porter Davies okay. and, and you can watch them build their whole home. That's mm. cool. It is very cool from start to finish. Then they'll put up pictures of like the furniture they want to put in. And yeah, it's just really interesting. Like, I must admit, I, I'm a sucker for it. So <laughs> I've been watching the Porter Davis, been watching the uh, Metricons, I've been watching, oh gosh, they're all there. So yeah, if you're thinking of building a home with a big volume builder, a well-known builder, if you do like um, a hashtag and follow that particular name of the place, you'd be surprised what can come up. So you'll find probably thousands of posts. And that'll get you through until the block starts again. Yeah. Yes, yeah. So that's your reality series until this the block it. starts again. Yeah, great idea. <laughs> I like that. So we get, yeah, so we're not having – our withdrawals aren't too bad. That's it. Yeah. Sounds fabulous. Now, Tara, as mm. well as your group, so if people want to join that oh, yes. group. Building Dreams, yep. Yep, so they just go onto Facebook and just search buildingdreams.mornington peninsula. That's correct, yep. If you're listening to the replay of, um, yep. on iTunes of, of this mm. show, then we, we've got a link in the show notes so people can easily join but if people just want to follow what what you're up to as mm. well where can they where can they oh, do that i do have instagram so mm. it's tara loves building dreams yep on instagram so that's sort of just my little life story of what i get up to it's <laughs> a, a fun one to follow fun you know a lot of building dreams related stuff but also of my life and what I get up to I've got a young family I do my own little projects I also work selling apartments as well so I I do fun little things in the showroom when it's quiet (laughs) (laughs) so yeah it's all a bit of fun really um yeah so if you want to see some more house stuff which is local get on to that at what is it it's Tara Loves Building Dreams it is on Insta. So is that about the end of our show today, Joe? It is. That's all we we have. We, that's all we have time for. Absolutely. It's been a, a great show. I've really enjoyed it. A lot of fun uh, leading up to Easter. Nadia, thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me. Oh, it was great to have you back on. We, we really enjoyed it and loved hearing about those interior design trends. Well, I've Nad- got some shopping to do. Nadia's <laughs> been super popular on um, iTunes. <laughs> she has because we've got the podcast now. Yes. Um, so if anyone wants to listen to this show in between shows, yeah, get on to iTunes. We're also on Wooshka, aren't we? Or, yes, yep. yep, iTunes and Wooshka. Dreamer and, Movement. Yeah, Nadia and Scott have a following in Sweden, <laughs> as well as here, here in Australia. And, yeah, that's all for us tonight. Bye. Bye. Bye.